0: Hey, Bobby. Yeah? I want you to put the word out there that we back up. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Welcome, everyone, to the Matt and Bobby Went to a Theme Park podcast. And I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, whether it's your first episode with us or you've been tuning in since episode one. Appreciate everyone. Today, of course, I'm, as always, joined by my good friend and co-host, Bobby. Bobby, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing fantastic. In fact, I am doing amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
0: That's perfect. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, of course I am. I'm doing amazing as well. How could you not be in a bad mood? Or what? How (laughs) could you not be in a good mood when you're talking about what we're going to be talking about today? Oh, this is
1: one I've been waiting for. It's gonna be exciting.
0: <laughs> so I was at Universal about a month ago, and I rode Spider Man, and I kind of got emotional. And I, I, I was like, "It's time. It's time."
1: Yeah, because you, you messaged me, didn't you? And you just—I can't remember what you said now. I have to look through the messages. It, it might have even been, "I think it's time." <laughs> and it was like this excitement that we both had who's like are we sure it's time is it time i think it's time to talk about it
0: it's a good thing we're not in the room together because we'd be just like hunched over each other's shoulders just sobbing but firstly how was the trip to universal is it doing okay over there (laughs) everything's still good yeah uh park is still there they're still open this past year was my first time being a pass holder in about 20 years not i don't think quite 20 years but just about 20 years definitely my first time as an adult having a, a pass and this was my last trip while the pass was valid so it was like well they're tearing this all down tomorrow i'm never coming back this is the last time i'm ever gonna see any of this so it was all just like a big last hurrah for my pass and getting a little discount when I get food. <laughs> do you do you ever, like when you go to a theme park and you have this full day at a theme park and you're getting the discounts with your season pass, do you ever like go home and you're stop at a gas station or something and it's just like you have this urge to pull out your season pass as if you're going to get the discount <laughs> at the gas station? It just becomes like muscle memory, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I've got yeah. an annual pass. <laughs> right. So then- this is a Wendy's.
1: Yeah, (laughs) please put that Universal pass back in your wallet. So I forgot what I was going to say. It was about Universal? Yeah, uh, so kids zone,
0: right? That's what you said. Kids zone was you did mention kids zone, right? My mind has just given no. up. Oh I didn't God. mention kids zone, but um, yeah, that was all walled off. That was like the first weekend that it was walled off. Was the weekend that I was there. Oh. So I just missed the closing of that. So no final rides on the Nut House coaster or anything like that. But it's okay.
1: Final ride that that for me would have been ride number two on that ride. <laughs> It's weird because, like, when you actually hear about that closing, it's like you realize obviously I'm not the target market anymore, but just how little I stepped foot in an area if it wasn't for Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> like, it's quite a big bit of land. So it's cool to see something happening over there at last. The curse is broken, apparently.
0: It's just so weird because Will Goes West was one of my favorite movies growing up. Like that's a movie I could pop on right now and just be like completely overwhelmed with nostalgia. I'd probably have chills half the time. And just the fact that that movie was still represented in a theme park and no one has thought of it since it came out really, except like this small window of kids who actually saw it. They were the right age when it came out. And I don't know, it's just so weird. But they're still playing the KidZone loop right outside E.T., so they were still playing the Fievel Goes West soundtrack, which I'm like, okay, I could deal with this.
1: That'll do. There's a little bit of nostalgia still there. It's probably all tuned into one button, isn't it? It's like, well, if we turn this off, E.T.'s got to go off too. (laughs) Just the whole ride. (laughs) Yeah, the whole ride is on one switch. (laughs) Wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) I'm just glad that E.T. has survived another KidZone construction.
0: Yes. Yes. May it please live on forever. That will be
1: an emotional episode as well.
0: Oh, goodness. I don't know if I'm ever going to be ready for that one or Men in Black or any of these. You've been up to anything interesting?
1: No, no, not really. To be honest with you, the UK theme park season, which kind of closed, kind of didn't. There was a lot of winter events, but is opening tomorrow. So we're heading to a place called Portons Park, which is a family park, but is home to what I think, but I might be wrong, was the first ever Peppa Pig land which i believe you have well i don't say you but orlando has a peppa pig theme park i think doesn't it over is it over by lego land yeah, yeah 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 so it's got one of those at Portlands park that'll be great a load of enthusiasts going over there um <laughs> but yeah excited to see things kind of opening back up again but
0: other than that no nothing really so they have like you know peppa pig 325 or something like that yeah over there yeah,
1: yeah. they've got an extreme spinner um
0: <laughs> yeah they got three
1: hundred and twenty five foot pepper pig It's just the ride vehicles are just the was just pepper
0: just this giant pig snout at the front.
1: that's actually quite haunting thinking <laughs> about it. I need someone to mock that up.
0: It would be <laughs> yeah. like a uh, like a wacky worm ride vehicle,
1: yeah, but they're going at slightly different speeds, I think. <laughs> I mean they do cool things with a lot of ride vehicles. Why not a pepper pig? What's the word I'm looking for? Is it a Giga Coaster at that point?
0: Oh uh, yeah. Three two five. If it's that tall, yeah, Giga. There you go. Pepper pig
1: giga coaster. It's happening.
0: We're calling it right here.
1: <laughs> You've heard it at first. Not only do we talk about rides in theme parks, we also break news.
0: <laughs> yes. Definitely. That is that is our lane. <laughs> Don't go anywhere else for the news. <laughs> we got it handled.
1: Uh.
0: are we talking about spider-man like i i feel like i just need to keep putting it off because it's it's too emotional well okay
1: it's amazing and that's the end of the episode yeah (laughs) i I agree with that yeah yeah i hope you've enjoyed don't forget to subscribe (laughs) yeah let's get to it islands of
0: adventure the most amazing theme park ever created now thrilling families at universal orlando ride with spider-man in the world's most spectacular 3d adventure Come visit the all-new Islands of Adventure, one of two must-see theme parks at Universal Orlando. So I just thought it was funny that this is episode eight and we're talking about Spider-Man and spiders have eight legs. I just wanted to put that out there right up there at the front.
1: Whoa. And that's not even a factor cap.
0: (laughs) Today we're talking about the amazing adventures of Spider-Man at Islands of Adventure at Universal Orlando Resort in Orlando, Florida of the United States. Um... When you walk in, you pass this giant, beautiful lighthouse that may or may not be important enough to some people to permanently have it a part of themselves everywhere they go for the rest of their lives. Who would do that? <laughs> I know. Who would do such a silly thing? And you walk through amazing, wonderful soundtrack as you walk in through port of entry this completely otherworldly area and you see the hulk launching over the lagoon right in front of you and you take a nice left turn and you're met with the most 80s 90s comic book area <laughs> which is what do you think about that when you walk into marvel how do you feel about this area
1: well I she said t- my latest vlog where i did a nighttime walk that's a plug by the way go watch it on my youtube channel because no one else has the area as a whole it isn't my favorite out of the islands of adventure lands because i didn't grow up with the comics as such i didn't read marvel comics growing up or anything like that i kind of got into marvel through the marvel studio films yeah so it maybe didn't resonate it doesn't resonate with me as much because i don't associate the characters with their cartoon and comic effects if that makes any sense right um it's cool especially with that music blasting it is it's a lot of fun it's noisy there's kinetic energy a lot of moving parts because obviously like you said you've got the hulk which is one of the most iconic coasters in the world and what a way to (laughs) tower over the land you obviously got dr dooms um lots of kind of characters walking around doing meet and greets and they have that like show is it where they come out on their is it like quad
0: bikes yeah the little atvs yeah <laughs> yeah four wheelers
1: so there's a lot of it's an, an assault of the senses isn't it there's there's just so much noise and movement going on yeah. it's cool and again we'll potentially talk about this more i think it comes alive a lot more at night as well with all the kind of neon lighting and especially the way islands have eventually light up their rides dr dooms and night and stuff like that so it's very cool, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Definitely, I mean, obviously, you were kind of touching on it. This ride was built before the Marvel movies were ever thing, or sorry, the the land as a whole was built before all that. So it's it's based on the Marvel that was. You know, established throughout the decades before Disney kind of took it, and uh, Marvel Studios was a thing. So yeah, it doesn't have the Tom Holland as Spider Man or um, Robert Downey Jr. as as Iron Man or anything like that. <laughs> but it is a lot of what you said. I, I agree with. You hear the oh. with um, Doctor Doom going up, and uh, Hulk is like Rah! and there's all this music going around you. There's movement, the sound effects um in the islands of adventure skyline would not be the same if you didn't have marvel over there oh yeah completely yeah that
1: sound effect that you just made you can hear that thing from absolutely miles away and i mean <laughs> off property i mean i i i've stayed a few times well more than a few times up near and where endless summer is and if you stand on your balcony you can hear it it's and that's it's quite far away it's the best part of a mile away i think so marvel superhero island lets you know that marvel superhero island is going right now
0: yeah and um for my honeymoon we went to universal of course good work um and we were in the parking lot of royal pacific which is a hotel on property and this was in 2016 when the hulk reopened and that was my first time experiencing all this like get out of the car completely out of context i hear the hulk going Rah! Oh. and i like i got head to toe full body chills oh. <laughs> like there it is there it is it's so iconic isn't it <laughs> i don't know if that resort has it but
1: you know like the garden walk they have yeah, um, going to City Walk. Yeah, I think a part of that goes right up close to the side of the Hulk coaster, kind of the bit that goes backstage almost. Okay, um and you can hear the soundtrack from the on board. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's that like dun 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 dun. I know we're not talking about the Hulk, <laughs> but yeah, just talking of iconic things.
0: We're gonna go off on so many tangents in this <laughs> one. <laughs> I guess we got to get going on to to Spider-Man. Yeah. So yeah, as you're you're walking through the streets of Marvel and all those sounds as we're talking about, um, once you turn a corner and you get a little deeper into the land, you'll eventually end up at the Daily Bugle, in which I I have mixed feelings about this facade. I'm curious how you feel about it.
1: I've got a feeling we might say a similar thing here. I don't think it's immediately obvious it's a ride. Okay, yeah. And... It certainly doesn't let you on unless you go and read the board. It lets you know, it gives you no secrets as to what it actually is. What do you think?
0: That's exactly where I was going because it fits in perfectly with the buildings around it. It has a really nice use of forced perspective where the tower of the Daily Bugle is going up into the sky. Spider-Man has like the perfect pose going on. He has the web coming off the top of the building. But yeah, like you said, it's very... Understated. If if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't know there's a ride in there. I, I I'm very curious how many people walk by this one and don't realize that they just walked by a ride.
1: I I think it's up there with some people like walking past Diagon Alley and not realizing that you can walk through. The- The brick walls and go into it like i think if you actually stop you can see a lot of people always kind of crowded outside especially on busy days and i think a lot of families and stuff are figuring out what it actually is and i wonder how many times like team members get asked
0: what is this? Yeah. Is this a ride show? I've definitely overheard that sometimes. And I, I remember th- there was this one time where they're like, hey, what, what's in here? And the team member out front is like, oh, it's a 3D attraction. And then the family was like, oh, okay. And they turned around and walked away. And I'm like, Aww. no, it's not a 3D attraction. It's a way of life. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, what come do you on! You got to just, That's what you gotta say. What is this
1: ride? I just if if I was working for Universal, I'd say you you're riding this thing. Come on in. <laughs> right? exactly. You have to.
0: Exactly, um, it's
1: strange. It's 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 a choice, and I completely understand the kind of theme, like the way it blends in with the theme. But I think they could hint a little bit more that it's a ride.
0: Yeah, because. Obviously, when you have something like the Hulk, you don't need any advertisement. It's You see it from all around the park. You know that's a coaster. It has a bunch of loops. You you know what you get going into it with this one. It seems like they do need something out there. But then again, I mean, a lot of a lot of rides don't really lead you on as to what's inside. They leave it a mystery like Gringotts, as we were just kind of mentioning about yes, Diagon Alley or even something as legendary as um, Haunted Mansion or something like that. You don't know what you're getting until you go in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess I suppose the thing about Gringotts is at least if something like Gringotts is if you go and read the sign, it says roller coaster. I don't know what the sign says, for, but I'm assuming 3D attraction. I suppose it would say with spinning effects and so on. Um, But one thing I did read was that I think the ride in Japan actually added the ride at the end of it. And I wonder if that was to kind of help Because the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man doesn't sound, I know the word adventures is there, but it's not that obvious. So maybe the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, the ride doesn't make, isn't the easiest off the tongue, but then Universal don't normally do short ride names. I don't know.
0: No, that's a good point because, I mean, I think rides like that get criticized. Transformers, the ride, Simpsons, the ride. You have all these attractions that are named the ride. And it's like, that's so boring. That's so plain. But also, for, I don't know, a large percentage of people who are coming there, how are they supposed to know what's inside the building or not? So it's that's a good point. Yeah,
1: they say the ride. Okay, cool. It's a ride. Right. (laughs) We might sit there as enthusiasts and go, oh, really? You needed to add the ride to the end of it, but
0: yeah. Right. That's all you could come up with.
1: <laughs> or adventure. Just, like I said, I know adventures is in this one.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are so many adventure rides. <laughs> we talked about one a few weeks ago. We did. Do you want to move on to once you step inside the Daily Bugle? Yep. First off, that's sweet air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick on that, over the summer, I, I don't know if they were doing work inside the queue or they were rerouting some things or, or what the deal was, but almost every time I was there over the past year, this regular standby line was out in the outdoor extended queue. Yeah. And there was no way I was going to ride that at 2 p.m. because it was just everyone was backloaded out in the sun with absolutely no shade. That was a little bit of a downer. I'm like, I'm not riding this until the sun is down.
1: Yeah. yeah and speaking of the outdoor bit, which I've had the unfortunate um, situation of queuing that a number of times. But it's quite cool to see it, isn't it? Because you don't get to see that part very often. Because no. even on busy, you know, extremely busy days, like 10 out of 10 days on crowd calendars are certainly outside. But most of the time you are just Walking straight into that foyer with with the portrait it's quite cool. They, they, I don't know how they do it. It's like a little alleyway, isn't it, with back offices and stuff like that on it.
0: Yeah, there's some cool things out there too. Um, like they have the little security gate to get in. Um, yeah, for deliveries and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure they have these tanks with the colors that are used to print a comic book for ink. I think that kind of stuff is pretty cute. That's cool. That could have been a good fact cap. <laughs> Hopefully that one's not capped. That's just off the top of my <laughs> mind right there. But yeah, the the queue as a whole, once you're in the building, they kinda use that flat comic book look to it. Um it, it's stylized as if you're in the comic book. So nothing really has a lot of detail or definition. It's but I don't know I don't know if it really translates well, especially when the comic books aren't all that popular. How do you feel about just the aesthetic once you're in the queue? It's I completely agree with what you're saying. Um I don't know whether it's kind of worked in their
1: favour a little bit as though, because it is, it is it does look a little bit, I don't know what the word is, but it looks a bit dated. Mm-hmm. But that, does that kind of work, given what the ride is and it's comic books? And I don't know, it, it almost keeps, manages to keep its charm and, and I say charm quite loosely, because like you say, there's like, I don't know, like keyboards that almost look like they're melted <laughs> into, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but. I don't know whether it gets away with it and doesn't need updating because of the fact that obviously we'll get into it, but the screens around are obviously comic styled and I don't know. It's part of me sometimes walks through there and thinks, oh, I don't know, maybe this is showing it's, Age a little bit, especially given the ride was updated. Could this be updated? But kind of timeless at the same time? Kind of. Not very helpful, is it?
0: No, I I get what you're saying. It is timeless, but I don't know if it, it's timeless in a way that's meant to... In something that's worth keeping around. I don't, I don't, that's just my opinion. That yeah, yeah. I don't know if the everyday guest kind of gets what's going on there. It just, it kind of looks forgotten
1: a little bit. It's, for me, one of the shame... Well, it's not a shame, but I guess unless you're again going on a very, very busy day, and even so, I don't think the audio from the queue line is very loud. I think a lot of, considering that you're getting the full story of the reason why you're getting on the ride in that queue, it isn't as obvious unless you're able to stop and listen to the screens the whole time. Yeah, Like, I get you're walking through the bugle, I think that much is obvious, but it doesn't tell the story just because there are desks as such.
0: I do like that. Like, you're walking into a place where where people are actively working and they just kind of stepped out for a minute. Um, Everyone's away for their desk at that time that you walk through, but it feels very... Like anyone can walk in and sit at a desk. I do like that how they have the newscast playing though. When you're going through the cubicles, they have the there's a live news broadcast about how the Statue of Liberty is being stolen and Yeah. All this stuff. So I, I do like how they, they set up the story, but it's it's not as plain as day as some other cues, but they they, they do leave their breadcrumbs.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole Q line cartoon is on YouTube, like full twenty five minute video, I think it is i think Um, i've
0: watched every second of it
1: yeah (laughs) because it's all about isn't it the sinister is it sinister six sounds right you're not asking a
0: comic book guy here
1: no no i can feel james already telling us off in the comments but like i said there is actually a, a whole reason behind it it's but yeah i suppose you are right at least there's there's enough there that people know they're walking through the daily bugle offices But without the screens, and if you're not paying attention, the story isn't immediately obvious. Why? Why? And what is happening? I guess.
0: Yeah. Real quick, before we get onto the ride, do you want to talk about that that load area? Because this is one of my favorite load areas. I think.
1: Talk about atmosphere
0: yeah exactly the the street ambience from the ride is kind of spilling in you have don't you have like sirens and- stuff kind of going on the closer you get to the to the scoop vehicle um for me at least there's a sense of anticipation building up and it it starts to feel real you're You're walking out of the kind of monotone bugle that you were just in and now you're getting into the real stuff like it's coming alive in that moment it's It's really good you just want to be there so bad. <laughs>
1: Because you're kind of stepping out of the offices, aren't you? And I guess it's it's like an alleyway, isn't it? I think yeah. you're supposed to be getting into the Scoop. And it's just the noise. It's like the rumble of the Scoops. Oh. <laughs> uh, just, we're supposed to be describing this and we're just getting emotional about it. But <laughs> it, it, It's one of those things that if you're just held up just a little bit and you just manage to get a chance to just look across and you just think this is just... Like, considering the age of the ride now, it's so special just yeah I, I think when i've ever done single rider when it's open and you get held right at the door in the load area it sometimes it's like i just want to stay in here i'm quite content honestly sell a ticket sell a ticket. a bit like R- remy's sell a ticket let me just chill in the load area for a bit please
0: right it's starting to get misty eyed over here this is <laughs> goodness gracious do
1: you know what i'm packing everything up let's <laughs> do the rest of this episode from the load area
0: yeah oh <sighs> All right, so this is, I pulled the description of the ride from the Universal Orlando website. So here's what they say about the ride. Strap on your 3D glasses and join the world's most famous web slinger on a high-flying adventure. Villains have stolen the Statue of Liberty, and it's up to Spidey to save the day. Face a cast of Marvel characters as you soar above the streets, scale skyscrapers, and battle bad guys left and right. Just watch out for the 400-foot freefall. Kind of like the 400-foot freefall at the Peppa Pig area.
1: That's it, yeah.
0: That way they kind of nailed all the beats right there.
1: Yeah. I tell you something, When I, when I get out to Orlando... Spider-Man's always the first ride I go to, if I can, for any other reason, if I, if I can't for any other reason. But that's the first ride I do or we do. And the minute you hear, this is Jonathan Jensen Roger over, that is where my holiday starts. I'm always just like, Woo! I'm getting teary. I'm getting really teary over here. Goodness. <laughs>
0: i wasn't ready for this i said i was ready for this episode but i'm not ready for this episode Bobby. it's just like you you crawl
1: through and you can hear all of the radio noises and the i don't know the sirens and like the
0: you know the scoops making like i don't know computer noises yeah and it's the engines rumbling and there's like a cat fight going off like the ambience is absolutely perfect and it's almost uneasy
1: that's it that's it. And you, it feels like a lifetime because you're just edging forward Then, then the team member closes the uh, the door. Yes. And then you just get that little push forward of movement and they're, ah, oh. and then that's it. From that moment, it's like my vacation is in full swing. Hey, yeah, I did another one. Swing. <laughs> I didn't even mean it. That
0: was a good one. Yeah. Thanks. <sighs> yes. Just the touch and the feel of that, that moment is perfect for me. I don't know if it's, it's nostalgia based. I don't know if it's just that well designed or a combination of both, but there's something that always pulls me out of it when he's like, did you see that? It's a spider (laughs) signal. (laughs) And sorry (laughs) about your eardrums. (laughs) And the spider signals like four feet off the ground. (laughs) Of course I saw it. He
1: literally put it on my face.
0: (laughs) How did Spider-Man even
1: see it? (laughs) But can I ask? And again, I know that you're not massive on comics, and I'm not massive on comics. Does Spider-Man even have a Spider Signal? <laughs> no. The Spider Signal. I don't know why, but I saw it. Thanks, JJJ. <laughs> I know.
0: Now I'm looking up Spider Signal. All right, I we gotta we gotta get going. We're not. Someone can tell us. Yeah. Is is the Spider Signal a real thing? Please let us know. The first scene, how do you feel about that intro scene? You get your first glimpse of Spider-Man. He's out on the the, uh, screen. You kind of open up to this alleyway kind of area Um, and Spider-Man jumps down from a building and jumps onto an actual ladder that's on the physical set portion of the ride Um, but he's still on screen and then the ladder bounces as he jumps on it and then jumps onto the front of the scoop like that effect that you just it sets the tone for what what you can expect with this ride the perfect blend of screens interacting with physical and just going back and forth between the two the thing is what's incredible is i know it's the way the ride was built but what i like
1: as well is that it doesn't just spin straight into a screen you you go through little alleyways with graffiti and you do all of that and then And you turn to that screen. But I think what amazes me still is, again, we're talking about 1999, right? Yeah. Like, I know that the the digital effects are better than they were. But how incredible is that when you think? And I think for a lot of people, that enthusiasts obviously will blow their minds as well. But just like being a family is not. Their lives aren't centered around theme parks and just seeing Spider Man land and not only land on your vehicle, but the vehicle actually shakes and moves as if he
0: has landed. Oh, oh. I've run out of words, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're on the first scene. <laughs> the movements are like perfectly synced, not only perfectly synced and timed, but they thought to do some of this stuff because he could have jumped onto your ride vehicle and the ride vehicle not move at all. And I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Mm -hmm. But the level of detail they went to with every movement, every sensory kind of effect within this ride, it feels all very intentional and just well thought out.
1: Yeah, because... I know we're going to get onto a certain shocking screen when it comes to movement, but it's, it's. I think that's got to be the moment where a lot of people realize this is no ordinary kind of 3D attraction because every detail has been thought of.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, we're just got to say it now. This has got to be probably the most quotable theme park attraction out there because right there at the beginning, you're already getting these amazing one-liners, just this could be the most dangerous night of my life and yours. Nice shades. Like everything just, it was so well-written. Every yeah. single scene has something you can quote and it starts, well, starts with J Jonah Jameson, but really starts right here.
1: Yeah, And I like the nice shades. I like it because Spider-Man's always been, had a bit of humor about it, hasn't it? And I just like the way that he's just seeing 12 people just with a pair of sunglasses on effectively. Right. Oh, nice shades. <laughs> and again, this is, going on about the movement but and he jumps off when he jumps off again to web off the the vehicle moves again oh you're right yes it's just so clever um and also like the audio it could just be like a studio audio but you actually get some echo because he's in an alleyway oh Oh. yeah listen to it i mean it might just be a genuine echo because you are in a big show building but it, it just feels like the sound engineering was even perfect am i going too far for my love for this ride
0: no, 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 no! Please, <laughs> that's what we're here for. Please, it just sounds so perfect
1: for the what's the word environment that he, he landed on. In
0: I've never noticed that before, but I I can almost guarantee you're right on the money with that. You, it was intentional down to that kind of detail. So yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it, it could just be a show building. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just you're echoing probably right. the sound. But
0: anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we're never gonna finish this one. No. I am sorry, you are not gonna to get to bed like you were planning. This is this is a ten part special, everyone. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I guess I don't know. Would this be show scene three that we're getting into, um, yeah. where you crash into the warehouse and you overhear their plan? and They're like basically they're setting up the plot right then and there. You 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 kind of stumble into this warehouse. And they're, they're talking about with my anti-gravity cannon and, and all this stuff. It's they make it as obvious as possible, even if you weren't paying ad- attention while you were waiting, even if you just walked right on and you don't know anything about it. They they just set this up really nicely. It's basically the rides about a heist of the Statue of Liberty. How much simpler can you get when it comes to a, a, a superhero kind of story? Yeah. Well, don't
1: forget, also, you nearly get wiped out by Stan Lee in a, in yeah. a truck on the You're way right. down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> first of like 12 yeah Appearances, which I feel like that's probably a factor cap waiting for me yeah it
1: it was gonna be one but I've left it out for, for oh. the obvious reasons because he's he's just in every scene it feels like <laughs> um but no you're right it's it in like literally less than what five sentences it kind of gives everybody that wasn't paying attention in the queue okay something bad's happening it all makes yeah. sense and it's like you mean stop us <laughs> yes of course am I just gonna quote this whole <laughs> all right I um, and also as you're going down into the, into the warehouse, the little rat
0: projection. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. <laughs> right. All like all these projections that are around you and it's, it's not just this scene, but this is, it all adds up and builds up to like the perfect atmosphere. They really capture this grimy kind of realistic, but not realistic. It's like a exaggerated version of a, a nasty nineties, New York city i i love it those little rats squeaking in there
1: loads of boxes piled up and it's cool because and again we we spoke about this a little bit more with the Remy's right but the screen is surrounded by a physical so yes it's a screen everyone knows it's a screen but it kind of blends in to the rest of the physical set rather than just being the floor and the ceiling as such
0: yeah (sighs) amazing amazing (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna keep saying it so once you exit this scene, kind of drive around a little bit, and this is, I'm i am going to bash on the ride just a tiny bit. This has got to be one of the worst photo ops in, at least at Universal, that I could think of. Um, it's just this transition going from one screen to the next, and the music does hype up, and you kind of have something to look at, but it's not really a memorable part of the ride, but they for some reason take your picture right there there's nothing anyone's really reacting to in that moment i didn't even know they did take a picture oh yeah is that where, where's where do you where do you see your photos at the end oh probably in the gift shop i i don't oh. know if i've ever stopped to look at them no, but i'm pretty sure that's where it takes your picture there's a giant flash right there
1: i thought that was just effects because it was you would be you were about to be shocked i didn't realize there was a photo that it that's not good if it is. I don't think I've ever seen a photo of myself on that ride. <laughs> this could must be, be Cap. There must be a, a bank of about 3,000 pictures of me somewhere. <laughs> Probably the biggest grin on my face ever. I
0: know. But like, yeah, all the 11 other people in the car just have this straight stone face. And then there's Bobby right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I
1: didn't know there was one. And that tells you how he's clearly positioned in a very strange time of the ride. I always thought the photo was when Spider-Man actually takes your photo at the end.
0: That's the thing that confuses me because there's a perfect opportunity to... Yeah, because you get a little flash, don't you? It's built into the story. Yeah. I could be wrong. I hope. No, well, you've, whatever. You've taught me something. Well, we were talking about that electrifying scene earlier. That's the next moment with Electro comes out. And they do a really good job of using the 3D in a kind of tasteful way in this ride it's not the like where they just throw something in your face whoa whoa like this moment here where he's plugging in electro shock shirt the scoop vehicle that you're in and the whole ride vehicle is shaking and i don't know yeah
1: if you didn't notice the ride movements when spider-man literally jumps you will notice (laughs) them now like that's like that was like universal creative were like yeah we we paid a lot of money for these (laughs) <laughs> for these vehicles and this tech, we're about to show it off in any way that we can. It's quite a violent movement as well, isn't it? The
0: vibration. It is. It is. I almost believe that we're being shocked. Like I shouldn't be touching anything in the ride vehicle. I'm like, <laughs> all right, there's an electrical current going on right now.
1: Can you do the impression?
0: I'm no, I think it's your turn for one. Oh, you're in for a
1: shock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was
1: that? Cut that out immediately. And then I think he's like giggling away, isn't he? And then it fires him off. But also one of the things that I noticed, and I only noticed it on one of my last visits, was the little dials around the screen actually start flashing and spinning uncontrollably around, which is really cool because I'm like, they thought of everything. This isn't even on the screen. They've actually made this physical set set to do that the moment it hits your scoop.
0: That's cool. I didn't know that one. Look out for it. I, I definitely will.
1: Starts to really pick up the pace from this point.
0: Yeah, at this moment, you're basically trading off villain after villain after villain. They they all get their moment of screen time. It feels, I keep using the word intentional, but um, they could have picked any villain in the entire Spider-Man universe. Um, Every single one that they picked here, they had a reason for it with getting shocked, with getting drenched and all the different, the blast of fire, all the different effects that they wanted to put in this ride. They have a villain that perfectly goes with it. Yeah, they're all quite um,
1: scary in their own way. Is it is the first one that tries to kind of slash you, is that, is that Scream? Yeah,
0: that's Scream. I had to look that one up. <laughs> we shouldn't, I don't have the authority to be talking about Spider-Man into a <laughs> microphone. <laughs> no, well, we're talking about a ride here. <laughs> but I
1: like... Because that's the scene, if I remember correctly, where he's trying to blast you with the anti-gravity cannon. And the yeah. box lifts up. Yes. He, uh, and you scurry down the alleyway. The alleyway actually is arguably my least favorite scene. Just because... I think a lot of people love it. But I think the two spins is always at the point where I'm
0: like, ah, stop. <laughs> oh, you got like motion you. sickness kind of? A little bit. That uh... I mean, it's a
1: small small gripe but just by the second one i'm like Oof, if i've had like a pretzel right before i'm a little bit like okay i'm done i'm done with the spinning
0: but we were talking last week about remy's ready to eat adventure and i my one of my complaints about the ride is that you just kind of transition and just navigate from scene to scene and it's there's really nothing in between you just kind of go once yeah. the scene is over you just enter the next room with this one they try to make it they weave it all together you go down the alleyway they could just have you drive straight and forward and there's nothing going on really but they have the tires screeching and you're you're trying to get away as fast as possible from the anti-gravity cannon and so you're just like kind of rushing down going crazy you kind of lose control down this so i could i could see both sides of it at least they didn't just have you just leave the room and enter another room and yeah yeah i completely agree
1: i think it's the perfect way again kind of flexing the this is what our vehicles can do it makes sense because you're being chased and shot at with a cannon it's just no criticism on the ride. it's just for me personally it's just a little bit like woof. but you're (laughs) right it's what could be a the most boring scene of the ride they still managed to make something fun give a little bit of thrill to it as well now it's time to um to get soaked
0: yeah, I don't know if they ramped up the amount of water that they spray they on this, or I just really don't have
1: a recollection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if I don't have any memory of of how much water they spray. But anyway, it feels like they just like completely dump a gallon of water on the whole ride vehicle at this point. Has it always been that way?
1: I don't believe so. I, I think they've ramped that up. Or maybe it just got a little bit of a, I don't know what the word is um a bit fixed maybe like the nozzles loosened up yeah maybe they it was just in a state for a little while and they fixed it and we've just forgotten how soaked you get i say soaked but how how much water actually drops on you it's such a universal thing isn't it its is. <laughs> let's get them wet first for a water effect in there why not
0: like last time i rode this getting into the scoop at the load station the seats were soaking wet it was like i was getting onto jurassic park um, really yeah i was like what the heck
1: and I swear it's the coldest water you've ever felt in your life. <laughs> That's true. Like, it really does. It's like a shock, isn't it? It's like Ooh! And you hear the whole vehicle just sort of scream at once. <laughs> right. I mean, I'll let Universal off for this one because it's literally a character made of water. But they do love to get to throw water effects in there.
0: But is this as far as their indoor dark ride stuff goes... And gosh, we say this all the time, but there's there's going to be someone screaming at us. Was this the first time that they introduced the the water effect? Or were there water effects before this? Actually directed at guests.
1: It it must have been right. There wasn't anything at studios. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, technically, um, disaster. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of got you yeah. a little bit wet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it dumped tons of water, but it still hit, got you a little bit soaked, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, to their credit, I don't think it was a cliche when this ride was built to spray water at you. And at least it made sense. Because um, now they just use it as a substitute for like glass breaking or something like that.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at you, Fast and Furious. <laughs>
0: or just mist. Yeah. All right um, There's that one on Green Gringotts where, anyway, I'm not even going to get into that. Anyway, so yeah, Hydro Man does his thing. I, I don't, that's kind of a cool moment. But yeah, he he punches you off the screen
1: as well. Oh, yeah. Which again, as you said, at least they don't just slowly take you from scene to scene. It's like, hey, I'm going to punch a pipe at you and you're going to spin out of the scene again.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you end up in front of Doc Ock with it. Well, well, you end up in front of a brick wall and Doc Ock busts through it. And as far as motion, we we talked about Spider-Man jumping on the hood. We talked about um Electro shocking the ride vehicle. This is hands down my favorite motion in the whole ride where he, he breaks through the brick wall and the scoop is backing up and gradually the the rumbling is getting bigger and bigger and it feels like you're running over the rubble and the bricks. And eventually it's like the scoop can't drive any farther back because there's so many bricks. Out of this It feels dry. It feels randomized. It feels so... I, I love it every time we do it. This That is Universal Creative doing
1: the most. Mm-hmm that is them going we're getting in our bag for this one like the bricks and then obviously when he like he grabs the scoop right and tries to i don't know is it burn you alive or something <laughs> i don't know what he does but you're right it's it's so subtle and i guess not every guest would pick up on that but my goodness did they just think of everything for the movement of that ride yeah don't leave now
0: things are just starting to heat up <laughs> And do you get a blast of heat there? I, I can't remember. I don't think he's on I...
1: levels of Transformers, you know, the wom bit where you get a real blast of heat. I don't, I don't know. even know. Can't remember that one. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, like, stumped me. My brain just, like, completely paused. And then from there, you tumble
1: down, right? Into near the bridge?
0: Yes. Yeah, you go down another alleyway. Um, It's not as spinny as that first alleyway but it's kind of the same kind of transition but then yeah you you end up at the brooklyn bridge scene we were you were talking about the meters at the electro scene where you get shocked and they light up and they spin there's another effect in this one that's it's it's subtle but it's perfect there's water reflecting Mm. on the actual physical sets like these lighting effects that looks like there's water underneath you and it's this nighttime scene and it in the water like the lights are moving as if the ripples in the water are moving and it's it's perfect the way they set this up it's it's almost peaceful for a second like it's atmospheric yeah
1: and that was something i was going to bring up is again it's just doing the most isn't it it's something that You wouldn't think would be would make any difference, and yet somehow it sets the scene so perfectly. I mean, this whole scene is arguably my favorite, I think, from the whole ride.
0: Oh yes, yes, there's something that happens in this scene that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but those those kind of moments, um, or those little effects, like there's there's always so much going on, so many little details here and there that I'm never tempted to look around, try to find the underbelly of this ride because they have so much for you to keep your attention yeah it's that scene as well is yeah there's
1: there's a lot of physical going on isn't it they kind of built half or I'd say half but a section of the bridge they've got signs up there you're right you 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 almost don't feel the need to try and break the illusion because the illusion is almost in every part of the show building
0: yeah shall we talk about the hobgoblin
1: (gasps) shall we the best scene
0: yes so the hobgoblin comes up hovering in front of you and bobby please correct me if i get any of this wrong but he does the trick or treat, smile my feet, give me something good to eat. Say that.
1: I'm going to need a little bit more
0: enthusiasm. <clears throat> trick or treat. <laughs> smile my feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me blast you off the street. Is that what he says? Trick or treat, smell my feet, time to
1: blow you off the street, I think i blessed
0: you. One of those. So he does that, and then he throws his pumpkin bomb at you. Yeah. But it gets intercepted by Spider-Man, and d- does he throw a second one? first one he grabs with the spider
1: web and smashes it into the bridge. Sorry to any uh, civilians yeah. currently driving at that
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> but we're okay. So And then the second one is, no, you don't. This is all on the screen, throws it straight at you. And as the scoop is backing up, you come across this other set piece in a perfect blast of heat comes as if he threw it straight into the set and exploded right in front of your face. Describing it does not give it enough credit. I think this
1: is the scene that solidifies it as just one of the greatest attractions ever made. Because again... He's throwing it on a screen. You kind of move perfectly to face this, where the, is it a pumpkin bomb? I think that's what we're going to call it anyway. Yeah. Blast, it, yeah. And then it's just, also what's incredible is that the alleyways and the, the physical sets are all still perfectly themed around it. Um, oh, that that moment, just the biggest smile on my face.
0: and it's hot (laughs) there's a big ball of flames that comes out of there it feels real it feels like you were tangled up in exactly what was going on on the screen and it 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 comes to life right there yeah incredible and jay jonah jameson comes on the radio he's like my beautiful scoop (laughs) scoop he's worried about the ride vehicle (laughs) it's perfect Oh, it is. I guess it's time to um, go upwards, right? I guess so, yeah. That's when we get blasted uh, with the anti-gravity cannon. Well, his aim was as bad as his
1: haircut, but he got <laughs> us that time.
0: Uh, I mean, it was good enough for uh, Spider-Man's sitting duck friends. <laughs> By the way, in that scene where he, where he strikes Spider-Man,
1: he Spider-Man goes literally flying off the side. I need to see this. He gets yeeted out of the the screen. Okay, while while we're waiting, while we're waiting for you to watch Spider Man, another scene that I like is as you do get struck again, just getting blasted with what is it? Mist as you're going upwards. It's a clever effect.
0: This levitation scene is so good. There's no elevation on the actual ride path, right?
1: No. See, I feel like this feels like more elevation than when you're on Transformers. Yes. Which is a literal lift. It's very good.
0: The uh, suspension of disbelief in this is so good with the the windows of the building swirling past you as if you're just propelling straight up into the sky.
1: And there's even projections of people
0: in those windows. (laughs) Like they did not need to do that. Those are pretty recent, right? Oh, really? Were they added... I think they're within the past few years. They they may have been oh, added.
1: I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But once you're up there, this is kind of the when people say oh it's a screen attraction is probably the most screen heavy part of the ride, right? Because you're you're flying through the air for most of
0: it. Yeah. These these next few scenes, but they they do have the um the buildings to the side of you, and they're they're angled in a way that it's it's exactly like the whole scene is built sideways so it feels like you're looking straight up or straight down yeah and i do like those touches that they have here but yeah there there are a lot of theaters in the next few sequences as we get to the climax but it all it all comes together in this moment with like a lot of the same villains coming. they're all trying to throw their punches and talking of like when you said about sideways and so on i'm very disorientated as
1: to where i'm at like Which is, I think, as you say, by design, of where I actually am looking and what direction I'm pointing at. It's very, very clever because you're kind of in the air. So you've got that natural, I don't know what the word is, disorientation because you feel like you're floating in the movement of the vehicle. But I genuinely don't have a clue where I am in terms of what I'm facing.
0: That's true. I mean, it's kind of like if you um, do a front flip or something into a pool. And then there's that real quick moment where you got to figure out which way is up, or at least for me, because I'm not very good at diving
1: that's a good Um, description
0: but i don't know is that a design flaw or is that just by design that you feel disoriented i think they
1: almost don't want you to feel like you're sitting on a floor watching a screen i think that's true yeah i think it's designed to kind of give you that whoa i have no idea where i am right now and talking of spider-man kind of getting absolutely bashed out the way I think it's Hobgoblin, right, that you bump into and the ride vehicle kind of jolts when you hit him. I think it is anyway. Watch when he hits the building because <laughs> you knock Sorry. him off if he's like, oh yeah, you're right. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like they, He just smacks his head and just falls to what <laughs> I'm assuming. I was going to say to his death, but we see him at the end. But I, I, I kind of just like, yeah, a couple of people get absolutely battered in this ride. <laughs> And then uh, Water Dude, Hydro Man comes back. Is it
0: Hydro Man? Oh my goodness. Uh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Yes, you're right. Hydro Man. <laughs> Excuse me. Is that a water scene as well? Do you get hit with water again? Oh, I don't know if. I mean, you probably do. I don't know. You're taking a dive. <laughs> we have not talked too much about the music, and it. <sighs> I mean, incredible, right? Yes is incredible like it's a perfect soundtrack it the feel of it it's they killed it with this soundtrack it just builds doesn't it
1: yeah as, as the why goes on and at that point it's just full-blown do do
0: do 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 think again super goons do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the words yeah i think you you've written this a few more times than i have yeah, i love it all right. Yeah. And so we, uh, we get shot with the, what, what is it? Just gravity cannon at this point where he, <laughs> he switches it from gravity to, or anti-gravity to gravity. Is that what happens? It's got like a different effect that comes out of the gun. It's like circles now. Yeah. It's red instead of green. Yeah. That's, um, that's putting you down. That's gravity if you didn't know. <sighs> and then we fall. We fall and we are caught rather abruptly by the web. But as we fall, I don't know about for you. I'm pretty sure every time I ride this, there's always a good chunk of the people in the ride vehicle who like put their hands up as we're falling. Um, they scream. They're like, woo, and everything like everyone's having a good time during the fall. And I, I saw that a few times in the, the reviews that I was looking up, the positive reviews that are out there on the Internet. A lot of people like I really liked the fall. Yeah, it's a good effect, really,
1: because it's hard to pull off, isn't it? Like you're, you're just staring at a screen, effectively,
0: and you're level like you your body knows you're sitting straight up looking straight but they're doing what they can to make it seem like you're tilted forward and, and falling down yeah
1: that and transformers do fall in quite well like i actually think i know we're not here to talk about it, but transformers you know the scene where you go over uh is it devastator and you fly over its head that's
0: quite a good drop effect okay uh, that's all i can say about that sorry <laughs> no, it's I have no idea what's happening in in Transformers. Ah, oh, you don't need to. Okay. We will we'll discuss that
1: when we get onto it.
0: We will when we have a Transformers episode, but yeah. real quick about Transformers, if we're comparing the two, Transformers doesn't really have a soundtrack. It's just a bunch of like metal noises and then Bumblebee comes up every now and then so he has his music playing. But I think one of the main things that makes Spider-Man stand out against transformers is this wonderful soundtrack that we were talking about a second ago and it's without it it would just be like random blast and explosions and it doesn't piece it together like the music does here totally agree and i I think
1: it's just the the comic and the the, the comic style lends itself so perfectly this ride does not take itself very seriously at all whereas transformers is super serious right that's (laughs) that's the way it is um yeah so it just like you say with when we're having that action and we're up in the air, the music really just picks up it's just fun. you've literally got the spider man sort of theme song blasting in the background. It's just fun, like I think the audio just completely make you can't you can't not smile whilst all that's happening. you know you're supposed to be in grave danger, but none of that is really played off. It doesn't want you to doesn't want to take yourself that seriously, I don't think
0: right, and I think part of that is because it is a Spider-Man ride and, and Spider-Man is, he's got quick wit and everything, but and he's just the Spider-Man character in general. Um, the, the tone of the music, the tone of the ride, the plot, everything that happens in this ride, I, it feels obvious, but yet it's tailored to Spider-Man the character. Like it feels like a Spider-Man ride in every way possible. Yeah. Guess that wraps things up. <laughs> You've been waiting to say that, haven't you? <laughs> I'm going to just say something quickly, and this is going to be the biggest,
1: I'm not even sure I want this to make it. When you hit the web at the end, there is nowhere near enough room between you, the web and the floor for you to have survived that
0: fall. Okay. No, no. And it's a cartoon. I get that, but there's no way possible. (laughs) We're being so picky. There's no way we would have survived that. Like you just said. I can't believe we are. I mean, you
1: got to find something to criticise about this ride, but you are right. It just goes boom.
0: Like, is the web made of vibranium or something? What is going on? It might be. You don't know. That's it. Knock it down. What a waste. Not realistic at all. I saw Keith said that same exact thing on Google reviews.
1: Anyway, as you were saying,
0: before we recorded, I watched a POV. When I got to this scene, I almost started crying. Just like the music, the quote of, guess that wraps things up. Seeing Spider-Man, he's sticking his thumb up and everything. The Statue of Liberty in the background is back. Fireworks are going off. And I'm just like,
1: ah. Yeah. I have to say, the two rides are the same ride type both Transformers and Spider-Man, then I'll get you in the fields at the end. You, you Either your bravery has saved the planet, well done, freedom Fighters, or you wrap things up and we did all right. Say cheese. See you later. Oh, I'm so sad when it comes to an end. But what I love is that it's like, okay, here's the end of the ride. Now here's some absolutely fire version yes, of Spider-Man things. Yes. I need to find it. I was telling right. you before we hit record. I'm just desperate to find a, a good version of that. That's not just on a POV,
0: right? Yeah, because ah, it hits so hard when the drums come in. Yes. I know we were just talking about the music. I never realized until recently that as you you turn around, you see Spider-Man, he says goodbye. Oh my goodness. But I never realized that little Daily Bugle archway and you're re-entering the premises. Like, it's really cool. Like we
1: said, they just really went with every level of detail they could possibly find. And then obviously you roll into, into what, outside of Joan Jameson's office? It seems that way, yeah. I knew it all along. <laughs> Do you know how long, Matt, do you know how long it took me to realize what was, why he was floating in the air like that? You and Too I long. both.
0: It, it was probably like, I don't know, five years ago or something like that. And this ride has been open for almost 25 years and I've been writing it for all those 25 years. Yeah. And There's a massive gun right there. Right. <laughs> He's got the anti-gravity cannon propped up. It's pointed straight at J. Jonah Jameson, who's flailing around in his office. It's so funny.
1: It's just like the the ride's over. They could have easily just gone hit, just get out. But they didn't. They still (laughs) threw in one final little bit of humor. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: With the note left on it and everything. It's so good. What a perfect way to end the ride. I just want to get right
1: back in line every time. I I remember one of the stories, like when I went during what was a very, very quiet period a few years ago. And you know, as you, you come out the ride, you give your glasses back to your left is you can actually go left and walk back to you get straight into the express queue
0: oh well
1: there it was so so quiet once i went there, they just had that door open for rewrites and you just walk straight through and straight back on it what a time that was
0: do you have a record
1: uh no but a lot and i mean a lot <laughs> crazy amount
0: was the log ride around at that point the log ride app
1: no i don't use it unfortunately
0: are you at an enthusiast or not i'm not clearly um <laughs> One final thing
1: yeah. Um, before we, if we do move on. Gift shop is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of a gift shop person, like ride exits and stuff. It's a good school got some good stuff in it at that one.
0: I, I'm the same as you. I, I don't really browse the gift shops all too much. It's always straight back out on the street for me. I don't even bother looking around. So I do not know they've they've got some good products in there. Yeah. It's some of the best, I think, in some Ireland. Of
1: the best. Yeah. But anyway.
0: They got to sell a miniature scoop like that ride vehicle. I don't know if it's nostalgia or what. It's I love that thing.
1: I've always said that if I ever had enough money or ever bought a 3D printer, that would probably be the first thing I'd try and print (laughs) (laughs) would be a scoop.
0: So what are your your overall thoughts of this ride? If if you hadn't summed it up already in the, the bits and pieces that we've been talking about so far,
1: it's so hard to put it into words how special that ride is, in my opinion. Do I think other rides I've been on have passed, have taken kind of that tech, say, sort of rise of resistance and thrown in more tech all at once? Yeah, I'd say technology's maybe got better or has got better. I think they've built something quite insane over in Beijing, haven't they, with the Jurassic yeah. world? But there's just something about this ride. The ride system, the audio, practical sets, the screens, and just how much fun it is. It's just too so special. It, yeah. I can't, I can't put into words. Like you say, it's just every time I get on that ride that I get a little bit emotional.
0: Yeah. This ride is only nine years older than something like E.T. And I'm not trying to bash E.T. I would believe that this ride was built last year. And in, in some ways, obviously a little bit around the edges, like we were talking about in the queue and stuff, they they could use a fresh coat of paint or kind of reimagine what's going on in there. Um, stuff like that. Obviously, it shows its age. But the ride as a whole The base of what they have there i would believe they built it last year um and it's almost 25 years old it's unbelievable that a ride that old could seem so fresh and i don't know if that's just me i don't think it is like i know we love this ride but i i still think it's
1: up there with the best tech even today like i said they've improved it in places and i'm sure they're going to continue to improve the tech along the way but i still think that holds up with any dark ride in the world in my opinion i haven't been on them all of course but right yeah i i I still think if you're you know case examples i went with a few friends in 2019 i think Mm -hmm. and four of them had never been to they're not theme park people had never been to universal never been to orlando or anything like that and this was the first ride we did and just watching their reaction and i was like this ride's Nearly as old as me, like, and I watched their reactions, and they were just all came off just buzzing with excitement afterwards, and I was like nineteen ninety nine yes, it's had some upgrades along the way, but the core tech is still there from opening day. Mm-hmm. it's special.
0: it does its job, yeah, do you remember the first time you rode this one? I do oh, I do, and
1: it was not long after islands opened. um, I went with my dad and my brothers. And I didn't want to go on it because I didn't go on anything big at that point. And I had no, like going back to our conversation at the start, I had no idea what it was. No one had any idea what it was. There was no YouTube, like POVs to watch. There was no, and I think my dad read the sign or something and said it's 3D or something like that. Similar to the conversation. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. But I was petrified because I didn't know what was actually going to happen. And I would say, again, obviously Disney had a huge effect, but I think this ride was part of the solid foundations of me becoming a theme park fan for life I think what about you
0: no I don't remember the first time I wrote it I was big into Islands of Adventure when it first opened Um, I was the right age I lived like 20 minutes away Um, so I was very lucky to have a childhood like that at a certain point once Islands of Adventure opened Universal Studios at least to me it felt old because it was -hmm. was like i've been on confrontation i've been on back to the future this was something fresh the whole brand new park all these brand new rides brand new tech and everything they reached new levels and all this stuff and at the time i'd been on star wars i'd been on body wars i'd been on wild arctic i knew what a simulator felt like but then you get on this and the vehicle is moving around the actual set And it's still a simulator, but it's a dark ride. And it was just at the time there was, at least in my experience, there was absolutely nothing like it. It was mind blowing. So I don't remember getting off that first time and freaking out. But I do just remember the general sense of those first few years of when it was open was just this was the groundbreaking, revolutionary. Nothing can touch this ride. This was it. Yeah.
1: I agree. We talk about Universal Studios, and don't get me wrong, like Kong and Jaws and Back to the Future at the time and E.T., they were they were big e-ticket rides that a lot of people love and still long for, yeah. long after a lot of them were gone. But I don't think anything quite came as technologically advanced as this, because when we talk about those old Universal Studios rides, they were just plagued with issues it's a large part why they're not there anymore i know they wanted to change the ips but they were also expensive to run broke down a lot this ride is not only is it so technologically advanced especially at the time but i mean i i can't pretend i to know the breakdown numbers and stuff like that but it it churns people out you know it's got a lot of throughput and it very i very rarely hear of it having i know it's a 20 odd year old ride now you'd think they'd get it right but i don't remember at the time it being plagued with many issues but maybe i'm wrong But to have that kind of, it really kind of, I think, helped to put Universal on the map, like, more seriously as well.
0: Yeah. I don't know the history or numbers on that or anything.
1: Probably found out it broke down loads in the first (laughs) year. I know.
0: It has this horrible reputation.
1: (laughs) And I just was in blissful Spider-Man world where it just didn't matter. I know.
0: (laughs) Rose-colored glasses we got on there. So about a month ago when I was there, um, I wrote it twice and lines are crazy at universal right now. And I know those are rookie numbers. But I wish I could have written it more, but um, the first time I wrote it, once we got to the finale kind of area where you kind of switch between a few different screens, um, they started pausing and like you wouldn't get the last part of it. And the audio shut off. And mm-hmm. so we did have kind of a, messed up ride the first time i insisted on writing a second time a few days later just so that i'm like i can't that's not the taste i'm gonna leave in my mouth with spider-man i need something else and then that's when i got off and i'm like i need to do an episode
1: i'm glad you did i really <laughs> am
0: have you been on the web slingers ride over in paris
1: i haven't no I, I do mean to get over to to disneyland paris again at some point maybe this year but no i haven't Happen. I'm not going to lie, it doesn't, like, we have a ride type, albeit on a much smaller budget at Legoland here, and I'm used oh, yeah. to set that ride system. I don't understand how it works. I'm sure it's got better, the tech, mm-hmm. but it it looks fun. It's it, It's got an impossible, because it's got the name Spider-Man on it, I'm automatically like, it's not as good. <laughs> but it doesn't, it, I don't know, it, I think it's probably a fun family kind of challenge, interactive ride, but give me this one, please. <laughs>
0: I almost, almost jumped through my screen and fought Claire last week when we were talking about the e tickets at uh, Walt Disney Studios Park. She's like, uh, I, I don't think I could call a, a shooter ride a, an e ticket. I'm like, Men in Black. <laughs> Come on, it's okay, Matt. We'll, we'll get into that when we do a Men in
1: Black episode. You can do a segment on how it's an e ticket. <laughs>
0: we've oh, well we've been talking for quite a while uh, about <laughs> what we think about the ride. do you want to do you want to hear some bad reviews about this one?
1: Bad reviews, Matt. There are bad reviews of this ride.
0: There weren't that many, but there were some, such as Dennis from Yelp here, left at two stars. And uh, I think Dennis here was trying to revamp the lyrics of the Spider-Man song. It says, Spider-Man, Spider-Man should have gone to Disneyland, but I didn't. So I am sad and I am the kind of sad that makes me sad. Look out, there goes Spider-Man. Another video ride. Another. Ugh. Put on 3D glasses, wait for the water in the face, and the fire is real hot. What a surprise. And these are the same vehicles in the other video rides. Me think so. Stanley pops up more than once. Once should be enough, just like the movies. They are trying too hard.
1: Oh. I, I appreciate the rhyme, by the way. Fair play. Good effort. I'm doing a little rhyming bit at the start. Listen, I, I kind of understand the Universal, because my goodness, did they put a lot of rides in. I mean, I know this one was a long time ago, but I suppose if you're visiting and you see how many screen-based attractions there are with water effects and so on, but... Pray. Come on, Dennis! <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, without context, it's like, oh, another screen ride, really? But Dennis doesn't realize that this one was here first, and Spider-Man copied this one. Or, sorry, Transformers copied Spider-Man. Yeah, and used way more screens than practical. <laughs> listen,
1: listen, I agree, Dennis. I understand the universal criticism, but no, not this one. It's perfect.
0: Right. Come on, Dennis. <laughs> Alright, so I also had to go to allears.net and Ali Oop left a 4 out of 10 not, not recommended review. And on allears.net, you could leave pros and cons about the ride. Okay. And Ali Oop put the cons were another video ride that can't live up to the ones ultimately done better at other attractions. Cough, cough, Transformers.
1: Oh, I'm off. <laughs>
0: <sighs> that stresses me out spider-man was there 10 years before transformers so like what do you mean it can't live up to it (laughs) yeah you've got it
1: oh oh. listen i respect everyone's opinion and there are quite a few people out there that actually do prefer transformers and i think transformers has potentially got more in your face action i guess it's just an assault the entire time round which i think a lot of people appreciate but i'm sorry it just i don't know I, I could go on for another hour as why well. i think spider-man's better but i think the as we've discussed the audio is better the practical sets are better i think the story's better rather than just being attacked by uh, transformers the entire time the characters are better transformers fans might hate me but anyway it's your I opinion
0: agree. i respect it so i also had to resort to imdb <laughs> for some <laughs> reviews this one is a four out of ten and it was written in 2015 um I didn't copy and paste the name. Sorry, whoever wrote this. This one is shortened, so... I cannot deny that I'm quite the fan of one of the recent Spider-Man films, but unfortunately, this short film here has nothing on them in terms of quality. It does not even come close to the five-minute mark, and still, they somehow decided to fit in so many of Spider-Man's antagonists that it's just a joke. There's nothing credible or memorable here in terms of the story. It may be visually fine for a theme park attraction, but from the artistic perspective, it is all style, zero substance. Substance. The plot is basically non-existent here. Tobridge's lack of experience clearly shows. Not recommended, not even to Spidey fans.
1: Oh my.
0: I I got a feeling that they didn't ride the ride and they're reviewing this as a film without the context of the ride on IMDb. Why are they doing this? Uh, I uh, I can't even get the words out. <laughs> It's five minutes long,
1: which is also very long for a theme park attraction. A theme park ride. It's not a movie. How much story can you fit? Ah, uh, <laughs> like at least there is a story. I mean, there's twenty five minutes of queue time story if you want that to, to build your world. <laughs> I just. But is Zendaya in that? No. No. <laughs> um, that's that's a strange one, isn't it? I don't I don't know what you want to get. Out of yeah,
0: I don't know what that person's park. doing with their time—just watching theme park footage and reviewing it on IMDb. Whatever. Fair play
1: for going onto IMDb. Stop! I'm really <laughs> gonna go to the to the heart of the story
0: here. <laughs> right. uh, someone else on IMDb called it the Holy Grail of theme park rides, so I guess yes. all is good with IMDb users. And also, yes. IMDb is where you can find out that the voice of Doc Ock is also the voice of Squidward from SpongeBob. So there you go. Really? Right. Yeah according to imdb yeah that's cool you would not imagine that would you no i went back to all and just ended on a positive note i got a 10 out of 10 recommended review by it's a great big beautiful tomorrow and the pros are spider-man exclamation point the cons were none exclamation point so there we go those are the reviews wait not the pros were
1: spider-man yeah that was it yeah i mean i'm gonna take that as a good review yeah, it's a ten out of ten. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man, ten out of ten. Thank you, all is.net.
0: Contributor. <laughs> glad you loved it. So how about that, uh how about some facts about this ride? Or not facts about this ride. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I guess for anyone who's new here, uh this is basically just two truths and a lie. Bobby is gonna tell me a statement and I have to tell him whether or not it's true or false, or in our case, fact or cap. Alright. Here we go.
1: This is the greatest theme park attraction ever made. Factor cap. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hold on. So you've got fact. Uh, Thank you. You are correct. Um, right okay serious stuff now the original concept for the ride was planned as an Omnimover ride system with 3D effects combined with 4D elements which would make that the experience unique compared to other Omnimover rides that came before the debut of Indiana Jones Adventure at Disneyland in 1995 with the advanced motion vehicle transport riders led Universal to Creative to come up with a unique vehicle design to enhance the 3D experience they came up with of course the scoop which was capable of six degrees of freedom you can heave sway surge your pitch and roll the vehicles cost a staggering one million dollars each
0: factor cap just uh orlandoparkstop.com no <laughs> come on now. I, I can't tell if bits of this are true and bits of it are false or if it's all true or all false but i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna say this one's fact just overall fact you are correct. Okay, okay.
1: And all of that was factual, actually. Um, I actually, obviously, copying and pasted the first bit. She <laughs> could probably tell by my bad reading. Um, what does your mean? Sway, surge, your picture roll.
0: Uh, I mean, that's probably a videographer term for okay. the direction that the uh, camera is angling. Gotcha. i
1: So the $1 million each part was the bit that I added, which was fact- and that was because I actually went on a tour once, a VIP tour, and they took me into the maintenance way oh. of this ride. It's just a huge warehouse, yeah. um, stacked with the vehicles, and they were telling us some facts about, obviously, the movements, which I've already said. And I, I can't remember how many different points of movement these things can actually do, but they said the things they could actually, the forces they could put upon people if they wanted to. <laughs> was insane. But I think they said they had 23 or 24 vehicles and they all cost $1 million each. That's, yeah, that's crazy. They spent around $25 million just on the ride vehicles alone.
0: Well, that was a quarter of a century ago too. And I don't know if, you know, inflation has changed that number at all. But yeah, a a good dark ride would cost that much by itself. It's crazy, isn't it?
1: Okay, next one. In 2011, the ride was temporarily closed for refurbishment and underwent changes that updated the ride technology with HD projectors reopening in March of 2012, just months before the release of the latest film based on the character The Amazing Spider-Man. The ride films were also redesigned, from a cartoon-like appearance to a more realistic design with some notable features from the film adaptations by Sony. This is most noticeable on Doc Ock, who now sports an appearance similar to Alfred Molina's portrayal of the character in Spider-Man 2, by adding a lab coat to the character not previously seen in footage. Is that fact or cap?
0: Uh, I mean, part of that is fact that they it went down for refurbishment. I'll give you that. I I don't know if they... Gosh, I don't know. (laughs) know. (laughs) Cap, we're due for a cap. It is
1: fact. Okay. (laughs) And you know what? I don't know whether you have, but if you watch the old footage... It's been a while. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize. I mean it should be dated given the age of it but i didn't realize how far advanced they brought that footage along when they updated <laughs> it it was as they say was meant to be more more like the comics and they bought it forward but yeah doc ock was in his like yellow and green i think like outfit um, and then they updated it to put a lab coat on him and to look a little bit more like doc ock in spider-man 2 okay interesting <clears throat> next one you ready during the scene where Doc Ock attempts to attack Spider-Man with the anti-gravity gun, a movie theatre sign displays that a film called The Clone Saga is now playing. That is a reference to a popular
0: story arc on the Spider-Man comics, fact or cap. I know the name of the theatre is Excelsior, or however you say that, what What did I just say? I can hear you clicking. I hope you're not uh, No, uh, sorry, um, <laughs> I was watching an ad from... from when the ride first opened yeah i'm just making myself sound guiltier than i actually am (laughs) so i'm gonna say cap once again just for merely because we're due for a cap i'm just gonna say cap i'm starting
1: to get into your head because that is fact again
0: oh (laughs) Oh,
1: man this is i'm getting in your head now what are you gonna (laughs) do next we've got one more Oh man Oh have we got two Actually I've actually got three here Hmm I could really play with you here <laughs> Just Let's awkward. see where you're We'll go with this one Let's see Oh my goodness Let's see at the end of the ride, as you plummet towards the ground before being saved by a spiderweb, there is a hidden message on the manhole cover that says, Not an exit. But in that same scene, there is a phone box with a number written towards the top. If you call that phone number, you'll get an automated message from Jonah J. Jameson asking if you've seen the people who damaged his beautiful scoop. Fact or cap? <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. See? This is probably the hardest one I've ever been asked. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because you're messing with me or... That's the plan. I don't even want to commit to an answer right now. It's so <laughs> difficult. Oh, would they still have that number up? If that were ever true, uh, would that still be an active phone number that they're keeping up? And is there a phone number? Is it a... I'm just going to say CAP. I'm just going to say CAP.
1: Well, it's CAP. Well done. It's okay. Cap. The first part's true about the manhole cover that says not an exit as you slam to the ground. Um, Apparently, I've tried to stop it on a POV about 500 times and it won't stop at the right point. (laughs) Um, Um, But yes, the last part is cap. I was considering reading my other fact, just (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Um,
0: But well done. That was very well written because that's something they would do. And that's something that's very in character for J. Jonah Jameson. (laughs) What happened to my scope? (laughs) <laughs> my beautiful scoop I'm not a shirt for this <laughs> can I just read one other little one that
1: I had that go was, for it this wasn't a fact but there was some hidden things that I had no idea about you might know but you know at the start of the ride where he does say Kh- "Is Roger is this thing on uh, the reason why he says that is in the pre-boarding video while trying to turn off the camera JJJ says to himself tourists they make that moronic shutterbug Parker look shutterbug partner Look a genius. Then he notices that it's still on. And he exclaims, how do you turn this thing off? I've never heard that. So when you then go on the ride, that's why he's asking, is this thing on? But I've never heard that. Pre boarding video. I mean, I guess that's the screens right before you get to the loading area, right?
0: I think they're talking about the room where it looks like a giant spider above you, um and the scoop is in the center in that yeah. little dome. I, I, for some reason, I just always just stare at that that video. Yeah. And the other one, which was going
1: back to something you said, you about the queue line and if it is empty. Was one that I read here that says the queue line shows evidence that the entire Daily Bugle staff fled the building in response to the current threat, as all the offices are completely empty, phone calls are left unanswered, and there's even a few half eaten donuts. J. Mm Jonah Jameson later confirms this implication when he angrily mentions how all of his staff have abandoned ship, which is why the fact that he's going to send out tourists in the city to get
0: photos. You're right.
1: I didn't, I need to watch the video again, but see stuff like that? It's so
0: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. But well done. No, well done to you. Fact, fact, fact cap. (laughs) At least I didn't get below 50%. I think I went, how many did you do? So that was 50%. You got 50%.
1: I was playing mind games a little bit.
0: So how about we got our, our top 10 going on here. Out of all the rides that we've discussed on previous episodes, we've been ranking them. We're combining coasters and dark rides and anything we're talking about is going into one list and we're forming a top 10. And so far, starting at number one, we have Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom, Magnum XL200 at Cedar Point, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot, The Raven at Holiday World, and Skull Mountain at Six Flags Great Adventure up in New Jersey. And I was thinking, I don't know, what do you put this below The Raven or something?
1: Uh, this is some theme park we're building right now but <laughs> um,
0: it's a great one any theme park that has dinosaur and yeah you know, yeah <laughs> you caught yourself there didn't you
1: you <laughs> said <laughs> dinosaur and um raven was basically <laughs> listen i know where i put it but i love dinosaur an awful lot but i know you've got a lot of brilliant nostalgia for the d- dinosaur so how are you feeling about it
0: I think Spider-Man is a much more clever ride than Dinosaur. I think Spider-Man has been well-maintained better than Dinosaur has been. Um, dinosaur is not even functioning in the way it was designed as far as Countdown to Extinction goes. So uh, yeah, Dinosaur, what it could be, what it what it has been, maybe at one point the two are on the same level. But at this point, you're, you're lying to yourself if you, if you think Dinosaur is better than Spider-Man.
1: I mean, I think the, s- the simple question I always ask myself is if the two rides were smack bang in front of you right now, which queue line are you walking into?
0: Yeah. And you only have time for one?
1: You only have time for one, unfortunately, as much as I'd love both.
0: See, that uh, situation for me, I would go pick Dinosaur because oh, I've been oh. on Spider-Man a ton in the past few years. Okay. Go to Universal... Um, at least once a year, if not multiple times a year. And I, I, I'm always on Spider-Man. And I've been to Animal Kingdom twice in the past 20 years, probably. And so with that, it would I would lose out. Wow. But okay. I'm just going to notch this in right at number one. I think Dinosaur is getting dethroned as our top ride and Spider-Man has claimed his crown. What do you think? It's, the list is coming together, I think. Oh, just yeah. Just
1: three more to go or four more to go.
0: Three more? Seven, and then uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Four. We've currently got a top six in Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure you agree that that one sits right up there at top.
1: Yeah, I cannot agree more. And I think it's going to be very, very interesting discussions at some point as to what's going to <laughs> throw in that.
0: Yeah, because that's a pretty strong one to put up at the top. Yep. I think there's a pretty good gap in between number one and number two right now. and
1: There are some wonderful coasters and dark rides to challenge it, I think, along the way. But oh, it's going to be hard. It's going to get interesting.
0: All right. So if you've listened this far into the episode, really, thank you so much for sticking around with us. Thank you so much for deciding to spend your time with us and hope you stick around with us as we talk about future rides, um, possibly to challenge Spider-Man in our top 10. But yeah, Bobby, thank you so much for joining me uh, for another episode. Of course, where can people keep up with you online?
1: I just want to echo the thoughts. Thank you for sticking with us. I know it's been an extra long one, but hope you enjoyed it and thank you so much for listening if you are interested you can find me on twitter at the bobby healy um, and also on youtube Uh, bobby healy as well means a lot thank you
0: all right and i'm matt of storybook amusement so you can find me on youtube twitter and instagram but yeah i just want to thank everyone once again for listening if you're interested also check out our most recent episode we had a guest on we had coaster claire on we talked about ratatouille remy's ratatouille adventure at epcot well to disney studios park (laughs) but it's been a long one i can't get this out anymore (laughs) but yeah appreciate everyone
1: i love you (laughs) spider-man Oh, that's so the
0: much. whole episode i'm cutting everything else out and that's the episode <laughs> <laughs> i love you and i can't wait to be back hopefully it's soon hopefully it's soon oh, probably so. all right i guess that does it so congratulations you're heroes i knew it all the time <laughs> bye everyone bye guess that wraps things up you guys did all right but don't give up your day job say cheese see you later